Hey girl, hey! Welcome back to Dare Bow Believer Podcast. I am your host, Shelby. I am the writer behind Shelby.com. I am also the owner of Shelby Christian Stationery. And today I am here sharing with you this Monday's Big Bow Cup of Christ. So let's grab your Bible, get your hot cup of coffee or tea, and let's get started. All right, so today we are looking at the book of Hosea and we are taking away some lessons on faith from Hosea. So we're going to be focusing on Hosea chapter one, and it's going to be a focus on verse two to three. So we're not reading a ton this morning. So let's hop right into it. And I'm going to be reading the English Standard Version. When the when the Lord <laughs> when the Lord first spoke through Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go take your so- yourself a wife of whoredom and have children of whoredom, for the land commits great whoredom by forsaking the Lord. So he went and took Gomar, the daughter of Diblam, I'm probably butchering that, and she conceived and bore him a son. Now, I did want to also read the voice translation, something that I try to share with you all often um, on the YouTube channel and also on the blog is the importance of reading whatever verse you're studying in different translations. It really helps you to understand the word a little bit deeper. So I did want to read the voice translation today as well. So Hosea chapter one, verse two to three, and this is in the voice translation, which if you have the Bible Gateway app, that translation is available for free on there. This is the word, the internal spoke through Hosea first, eternal one to Hosea. Go and marry a woman who is a prostitute and have children who come from this unfaithfulness. This will represent how the land of Israel has abandoned me and become a prostitute to other masters. So Hosea married a woman named Gomar. She became pregnant and gave birth to his son. Now, I feel like I I really like the voice translation because it really puts the word into like today's um, language in a way that we speak now. So it's very easy to understand, um, but you do I would recommend not just reading that version because sometimes there's um, like synonyms or words that they switch out that don't necessarily match with like the ESV or the King James version. So if you are using like um, the Strong's definitions and trying to look deeper into the word, it can be a little confusing, confusing if you made that like your primary translation that you read. But nonetheless, it is very helpful, I feel like. Um, and it's a good companion, especially when you're starting early on in reading. Um, another good translation that's very easy to read is the message translation. So both of those kind of read very similar to how we speak today. Um, obviously, the ESV is not too far off from how we speak today as well. So that that's also helpful. But those are three translations that I definitely enjoy reading when I'm looking to kind of dig deeper in the word um, and would recommend if you are new to Bible study. All right, now that I've given (laughs) unsolicited Bible study tips, let's talk a little bit about Hosea. So I did dig a little bit deeper into Hosea um, for today's podcast because I wanted to share like some additional kind of history about him. Um, and I did so from another free resource. I do have an ESV study Bible that I typically use and use when I studied Hosea, but I wanted to look at like the free resources in case you don't have 
um, like an ESV study Bible. So Matthew Henry commentary, that's available through Bible Gateway, which is an app or in a website. So you can use, you know, either or, either or and have access to that free commentary. And so there were some notes um, that I took from there that I thought were pretty poignant about Hosea overall as a prophet. And it gave you a kind of a better understanding of who he was. So Hosea, we obviously know he was a prophet, but what is not clear here is that he was actually a prophet from youth. So he had been a prophet for a very long time. He's well known and respected. And so he was actually the first prophet to start to prophesy about the destruction of Israel. So if you can imagine being a prophet in that time and being the first to give a message of destruction is coming to <laughs> to a large country, can you imagine like the pressure of that? And then on top of that, to have God tell you like, go marry a whore. <laughs> Just, I don't know. There's no other words to say. I'm sorry. Um, I, I can't imagine. But what I can take from that and why I consider this a lesson on faith is that Hosea has to be very strong in his faith to follow God's word, to, to do something that is honestly considered obviously contrary. Like, can you imagine even right now? I mean, most of our pastors, preachers aren't prophets, but can you imagine if your pastor said, the Lord is calling me to marry a prostitute? Like we would look at him like, if you don't get yourself out of here with that, you know? So for Hosea, this well-known, well-respected prophet to marry a prostitute and to say like, the Lord told me to do it. I can imagine the backlash and, and the looks that he got and the comments that he got and how this could have really slandered and and deteriorated his reputation. I don't know about you, but that was like what what stuck out to me. And that's why I wanted to just focus on these two verses today. But it just, it speaks to Hosea's faith and his trust in the Lord and his willingness to follow God's instructions. Um, I mean, obviously he, he is a faithful man of God and that's why God used him to prophesy to the people. But it also showed that he didn't care about himself because if he did, if he truly was in it for him and he was making his his spiritual journey about him and what God called him to do about himself, he wouldn't have married Gomar, you know, because he would have known that that was putting his reputation at stake. And if he was making it about himself and glorifying himself instead of glorifying God, he wouldn't have been one willing to risk that. And so my point today was really just the simple fact of we try to covet things that God himself have, has gifted to us. We try to covet and cover things and protect things that God himself is gifting us and has given us. Um, and it made me think about like my son. Now this is this is just me just struggling as a mom, but <laughs> it is what it is. I cannot name the a time, the like amount of times where I have tried to prevent my son or my daughter too when she was younger. Cause you know, when they're at like that almost two stage, like they're just, they're not clumsy, but they're just kind of always bumping into stuff, you know, always hitting their head on stuff, you know, just they don't really get it just quite yet of like, you know, I have this much space to stand up. And if I stand up right here, I'm gonna hit my head. They don't really get it. But how many, I can't count how many times like my son has hit his head, you know, and it's something where it's like, well, if I, you know, put my hand there, he wouldn't have hit his head, but I try to instead grab his head and he hits his head. But anyways, it doesn't even, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying? Like I realize as a mom, that God can protect my kids better than I can. 
And so I always pray for my kids' protection for that reason. And just everything that I care about, you know, everything that, you know, that's typically important to you, you know, the the basic necessities that you need, your children, your spouse, your family, I always pray for them because I know God can cover them better than I can. And so I would just encourage you to do the same thing. Instead of coveting, you know, your, your career, your children, your family, your house, give all of those things back to God because he can cover them better than you can. And that's really what I learned from Hosea is like, he trusts God. He believes in God. He clearly has faith in God. And that's why he was willing to act accordingly when God called him to move. And he did it without questioning God there. You know, there at no point did we hear anything from Hosea asking God, why should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? Like he acted, he, you know, he did what God called him to do. He didn't ask questions. He moved accordingly. So be careful about the things that you care about and make sure you recognize who gave them to you and give it back to him. All right, because he can cover it, he can protect it, he can do with it way better than what we can. And so give it on back to God. <laughs> that's that's what I would encourage you to do. I did also want to bring your attention to Psalms 91, 9 to 10. And honestly, this verse has gotten me through it got me through the entire pandemic. I was pregnant during COVID-19, had my baby in (laughs) COVID-19. So this verse has gotten me through so many times. And anytime where we've been sick or um, maybe were exposed, this has always been the verse that I've standed on, that I've stood on, and I have yet to test positive. So Look, I'm going to keep on standing on it and I want to share it with you today so you can stand on it and and pray over your family in using this verse. So Psalms 91 verse 9 to 10. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the most high, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. I'm going to read it again because... It needs to be said again, because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the most high, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. And this is Psalms 91, 9 to 10. And I just wanted to encourage and remind you today that whatever it is in your life that you care about, that you feel like it holds value to you give it to God entrust it to God he can take care of it and do far more with it than we can so before we close out of course you know I have to leave us with a verse so let's go ahead and pray dear heavenly father we pray that you would enlarge our faith so that we may do your will move us out of your way father God and seize our desires and the desires of our flesh so that we can fully serve you and fulfill the purpose you created in us. In Jesus' holy name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I pray that it was a blessing to you. I would just want to of course ask you as I always do every episode to please share this episode with a friend either via text or social media. And you know, it'll also be available on YouTube if they don't have a podcast streaming service. So just share a word of encouragement with someone you care about. 
And as always, be blessed and stay safe. Until next time.